Seth Oliveris and your boy Chris Griffin. We are uh, doing the Horns Down podcast. Uh, hey, Seth, I hope everything is well with you, but let's go ahead and jump right into it. So the topic of discussion to, um, you know, enter this podcast, to start off this podcast with is, hey, everybody out there, especially all you OU homers and OU knuckleheads, let's calm down a little bit. Spencer Rattler is not only the answer to our problems, but he will be the, well, yeah, like I just said, he'll be the answer to all of our problems. <laughs> like, probably he's not the problem. We have a bunch of working parts going on. I explained it to somebody today at the gym, Seth. I said, I said it like this. To be honest with you, this isn't a terrible season. This is not a terrible team. Yes, the defense has been spotty. We've been exploited again. However, there are working parts. The thing is, is that I'm not saying look look to the hills, look to tomorrow, look to next year. What I'm saying is, is that this is a salvageable season. It starts now against Texas. However, are we going to be able to get into the championship picture? No, we won't. However, are we building something special here? We've been building something special here. People don't forget, Baker went through things. Kyler went through things in his year. Um, it just hasn't been on a big scale like this right here. I watched uh, a video by Joel Klatt today talking about things that Spencer can get better better at. Immense talent, immense talent. Nobody can say that he doesn't have talent. That boy is a first-round pick, if not the number one pick uh, in, in the future. And he has some things to work on, honestly. But like we discussed in our last podcast, Spencer hasn't played real football in almost two years. And that's what people don't get. I mean, you can have practice squad reps. You can do just about everything against the ones. Granted, the ones are OU's defense. But at the same time, the talent's undeniable. But that's just my spiel. How do you how do you spin it, Seth? I I agree with you on all those points, especially with you know some people and whether they want to call themselves like you know true OU fans or not. I just don't really know what they're watching if they're if they're blaming Spencer Rattler or calling for Lincoln Riley's job. I just I just don't get it. And yeah, I'm. They're not the problem. They're definitely going to be part of the solution when this thing does get fixed because it will. Because, like you said, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of a lot of talent on this team, a lot of young talent. And I don't want to use that as an excuse because, you know, this is called football. Everyone, to some degree, is young and uh, at least parts of their, their team. But, yeah, I, th- I think individually on defense, I still like what OU has individually but this team you know football's a team sport i they i think they just need some more time and i think one thing that i kind of thought about in the off season but like right before the season started but i didn't really put enough weight into it that i think maybe needs to be i guess kind of pointed to is that the fact that with such a young group there just wasn't that typical time to gel and to to kind of build like you know a spring and the yeah, summer workouts yeah. was all turned on its head, and then fall practice yeah. was was different too because they didn't have their full roster pretty much the whole time because there was such a big group of people like always being held out for protocol. And so I just think it just it really threw this team off its game. And yeah, everybody's dealing with it, but it looks like oh, you might have been dealing with it a little bit more than what we originally believed. 
And I'm still confident that this is a championship team. This is a championship program. This is a blue blood program. We've been successful. Do I still think there's a shot that they can win the Big 12? Hell yes. The Big 12 is still wide open. A lot oh, of yeah. um, I've seen people say that Oklahoma State is hands down the best team in the Big 12. No, they're not. <laughs> uh, people still talk about Texas being the best team. No, they're not. The Big, 12, the Big 12 is still open, and there's still things that can happen, so people just calm down. That's the That's the biggest thing. Calm down and see what you have in front of you. You have greatness in front of you. If you don't believe in Lincoln uh, by now, then I don't know what's going to make you a believer. If you don't believe in Spencer, then I don't know what's going to make you a believer. Um, we we and I'll say this on the front with 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 Lincoln, we stuck with Bob through worst. Yeah. Okay. We we stuck with Bob through worst. Okay. So. Let's not even go into that. Let's just leave it right there. You know, it right. is what it is. But um, all I have to say is this right here. You know, let's let's get it. You know, but we're sooner. If you win it and you still believe that sooner matching, you got that sooner DNA that you need to be screaming at. It's not a time to be pessimistic. It's a time to be optimistic. We know what we have in front of us. We know that we need. There's a lot of things that they need to work on. I wanted to come onto this podcast and pinpoint Buki and pinpoint uh, and, and poke fun at, at, at Trey Brown. I just, I just don't think I have an Emmy right now because what I'm trying to do is just be optimistic. I mean, it's Texas week. Come on, we got yeah. Sam Ellinger, aka Opie. We got, <laughs> uh, we got t- uh, Tom Herman, aka of Mice and Men. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we, we just got, a, we got a lot of working parts here, a lot of working variables that we need to just dish out. Okay. I don't even be honest with you, Seth. The Texas, the, the Iowa State loss, that's a bad loss because that's a terrible team. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, and I will say this right here: we all know who the best, who the better quarterback on that field was leaving that game, and it definitely wasn't Brock Purdy. Let's just be honest, okay? Um, um, but I will say, I will say this right here: it's Texas Week, people. Let's get with it. <laughs> you Horns are down. Ain't no love lost. Horns down. Ain't no love lost. Seth, I got OU winning 42 uh 42-24 in this game. Sorry. Woo! I was yeah. I'm I'm loving that score. I don't I haven't looked closely enough to make an actual score prediction, but I do I'm I'm picking OU to win and I kind of think it, it it might be a little bit like last year's game where the score might be closer than what the game actually felt like cuz everybody watching that game last year knew that OU OU won by 7 on the scoreboard, but that game felt like 14-17 this- point win. This is what gets me about about everybody. Now OU is unranked right now, but Vegas loves OU because they've they've had OU favorite in just about every game. They still have OU as a two and a half point favorite. So yeah. that that right there tells me that they see what obviously some of these OU fans don't see. Do I think that the offensive line is weak? Do I think that the defensive line has has working parts that are great? and good and okay yes and yes but for some odd reason i just can't get i just can't get over it i just can't get over this team right now i love this team i want this team to be successful it's killing me the fact that we're sitting here one and two but hey tough shit that's how it is that is life you know so let's be optimistic and let's get it i mean like i i can't i can't stop saying it's texas week i want to beat the hell out of them be honest (laughs) with you i've watched texas and i still don't know anybody besides sam ellinger because nobody on that team scares me (laughs) um 
I think they still have the is that is that uh the Eagles kid still there? Brennan Eagles, yeah, he's there. He he made a couple oh, plays. Yeah, yeah, he made a couple plays. I was like, come on, man. And I mean, them <laughs> losing to TCU was a joke. TCU is trash. Yeah. Um, Zach Evans <laughs> is not getting any run. I, I just I just realized because I was trying to figure out what happened to B. John Robinson, and then I saw that um uh, that, that play. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. My gosh. Yeah, that was that. I saw. I, I pretty much replayed that like a hundred times because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing and how he just got back up from that. Yeah, good. But yeah, apparently he's. I guess they're they're gonna go slow with him because it. Yeah, that that was pretty pretty scary. Yeah, I mean to have your body bend like that—that's <laughs> awkward. But hey, you yeah. know, I, I, um, a player that I'm a player that I'm looking out for for uh, Texas. Uh, the receiver Josh Moore, he, that guy, he's he uh, he didn't play last year. He had some off the field stuff, but uh, yeah, he's he just came out guns a blazing this year, and he's uh, yeah, I've, yeah he, I've, seen, he, I've I've seen him on a couple of uh, what I like to call Hollywood plays, a couple of little little yeah. uh, you know fake stunts, fake screen plays that turn into slant routes and stuff, or you know that are home run plays and everything. I've seen it. I've seen the speed. I pray to God that Trey Brown is not on him. Where it'll just be, hey, I'm gonna use my speed and use your speed, and we we won't use any technique. So yeah. I hope it's not one of those ordeals right there, because that right that would kill me. So <laughs> yeah. if he if he gets wide open, I can only hope that Ronnie Perkins is a go and he's in in uh, Opie's face on that particular play because <laughs> that's probably the only I mean, thing. I, I, stop I'm him. Having, I'm going to take back my statement this year about you know there's a. There's not a bunch of Kenneth Murray's out there. There's a bunch of Pornell Motley's. Hell, the fuck, no, there are not a bunch of uh, uh, Pornell Motley's out there on the field right now. Because Pornell yeah. Motley brought his, he brought his lunch pail to work every day, and he made sure. Yeah. And there would be sometimes when you'd be like, man, you know, uh, uh, 2018. Hell no, you not want Motley on them. 2019, 2020. Oh, yeah. hey, where's Motley at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodness, yeah, yeah he's he definitely one of the more under underappreciated guys, you know. In hindsight, <laughs> the thing that I want to see, the thing that I want to say, uh, okay, I'll, I'll say this about this about this uh, this Texas game going into it. I can't deny the effort that these boys are out there that, that they're putting into the game. I just don't. I see a lack of consistency. So that's what I want to see. I want to see consistent drives offensively. I want to see consistent three and outs. I want to see consistent ball control. I just want to see consistency from um all in all three phases of the game. Special teams, offense and defense, I want to see consistency. I think that that's the biggest thing that will help this team persevere and be able to go on a run and finish this season in a respectable way where people are going to going to say when they get that number 7 or number 8 ranking next year that we all know that they're going to get because this team is going to be ranked in the top 10. People, yeah. let's just be real. <laughs> I want people to say rightfully so, okay? Um I, I mean that's that's what I want to say. I mean, what do you want to see from this game, uh, Seth? Uh, I, I want to see first and foremost. I want to see physicality because I think that's what this game always comes down to is just which team is just the more physical up front. And I think the the OU the offensive line especially they, they they've got a big target on their back because they over the first three games they just really haven't looked like the the group that we all thought they'd be coming in with you know. Mm-hmm. They got all the experience and starting experience coming back, but it looked like they looked like the group that was returning four new or that was replacing four starters 
going into last year, they, that's what they look like now. So it's, yeah, it's it's put up or shut up time for them. So if they come out, if they establish that that run game, that physicality, and just just move them in a scrimmage instead of getting pushed back and not giving uh, Spencer Rattler enough time to to scan the field, that I, th- I think that's what it's going to boil down to. So that's definitely what I want to see. No, I, I mean I want to see those explosive plays. I want to see a lot of things. Um, Spencer's going to have to calm down and not you know leave the pocket or move the pocket. Um, yeah. He's definitely going to have to, you know, slow some things down because Texas is going to run a lot of – I feel like they're going to try to run some stunts, some different, um, you know, some exotic things, uh, more exotic than what, uh, you know, Todd Orlando was, was trying to do last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Todd Orlando just – I mean, when I looked at him, I was like, the military cut. The, I was like, my goodness, what are you doing out here? Are you running multiple? So you running a three – four? I mean, what are you – you don't even know what you're doing, man. I was like, and your linebacker, and hey, be honest with you, that's one thing Texas Texas needs uh uh in a, in the worst way. Their linebacker, their linebacking course is terrible. Um, oh, yeah. it's not that good. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what they're doing better this year than they like with Chris Ash uh calling defense than they were last year. It looks I like think- they're giving up points left and right. They're giving up big plays. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I the think hell the only thing on. defensively that you could say is redeemable about them is just that there's a different person calling the plays. I mean, <laughs> that's the only thing. Maybe his breast milk's better. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's like it just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a big difference. Yeah, it looks it looks like they could have kept Orlando and they wouldn't have done any worse than what they're oh, doing no, right now. They didn't miss a beat defensively. They're still suspect <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not really that worried about their defense. As well, you know, if they keep performing the way they are. It's just offensively, you know, they they got some pretty good guys, obviously experienced. So that's just the one thing you got to watch out for. But I, I, I'm I'm excited for this game. It's even though both teams, you know, coming in limping into the game. It's um, it's OU Texas. You know, it's it's impossible. Uh, it's OU Texas. I see red, baby. I see red. I see red. You know, I want Amateur's head on a on a silver platter. Bring it to me. Yeah, I'm with that boy. He's been there for seventeen years. It's time for him to finally like realize, like, bro, you gotta let it go. All right. What's like, crazy? Is he, could, he could actually come back next year. Because this oh year doesn't even, it doesn't even count this year. So if he's like, I don't want to get drafted in the fourth or fifth round or whatever, like I'll just come back for whatever, just to just to be just oh I don't know, just to be in college for it, the rest of, until he retires. <laughs> I mean, what that boy be working on a PhD by then? I mean, my <laughs> yeah. I mean, that boy will be working on a PhD, and then my goodness, my goodness, um, please. I'm glad the game is not going to be on on uh, on uh, ESPN. If I have to sit there through another uh, another year of listening to Sam Ellinger talk about how it was always his dream to be the quarterback <laughs> at the University of Texas that nobody cares about, I seriously <laughs> may go outside and I may scream "fuck you" to the entire neighborhood. I'm just like I don't have patience for any of that. I'm, I don't want to hear any of that. I just want to play football. Texas yeah. is two and one. OU is one and two. I want to see. And look, this is a bum fight now. Okay, as much as that hurts, <laughs> this is a bum fight. I'm gonna throw the butter knife out there and see who's gonna go for the juggler first. All right, that's the type of action and the energy that I want to see. I don't want to see. And, and 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 hey, Seth, I'm just gonna be real with you. I don't want to see Ronnie Perkins and all the rest of the OU players out there talking noise at the uh 
at, at the Texas at the oh, Texas yeah. team. I don't want to no, see no. y'all get at the fifty uh fifty uh see me at the uh at the fifty, 50 yard, yard line. Yeah, I don't want to see y'all meeting out there. I want to no. see some hard nosed football play, and I want to see some good football. This is not Miami and uh, Florida State. We have not been in, in this type of uh, situation in a while. Okay, so let's go out there and let's just let's just lock up. Ain't no yeah. ain't no talking needed. Let's just lock up on the field. You ain't got to talk before the game. It is what it is. Both of y'all suck. Y'all ain't y'all ain't did nothing this year. There's nothing to be proud of. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Texas is a. Uh, onside kick and overtime away from being 0 2 in the Big 12, just like OU. So, it's uh, Texas Tech. So, yeah, they, they, they don't have anything to beat their chest about for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> let's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, around the Big 12, uh, uh, there's uh, only two other games because, uh, looks like Oklahoma State and Baylor and Kansas and West Virginia are on buys. But um, yeah, I got Texas Tech at Iowa State at two thirty. I mean, you got a you got an early pick there. You said Texas Tech and Iowa State. Yeah, yeah, two thirty. Um, all right, here's my pick. Um, my pick is uh, I guess I'll go with Iowa State. We both teams are trash, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's going to pain me to see that, you know, I, I don't think I would say it's going to look as good as it did last Saturday, at least in the second half. Like, it just seems like every team OU loses to, like, that team immediately just kind of falls flat the next week. So, it just it just is what it is. Yeah, but I, I think Iowa State takes that one as well. And then and we got K-State, TCU. So, uh, fighting the fighting purple teams in the Big 12. Oh, I, I think. need TCU. Hey, I want TCU to win that game for obvious reasons. <laughs> obvious. Yeah. I, yeah. I, mean, I, need K- I need K-State to lose three times. That way, oh, you can get that Big 12 championship game. What's good, baby? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully K-State and Iowa State both have at least two losses before they play each other. I don't know when they play each other, but that would guarantee at least one of them will get three, but. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They don't want to see. They don't want to see Lincoln in that rematch. You know, Lincoln has some. And I tell oh. you this right here. I'm gonna say this right here. And, and if you don't think Lincoln Riley is sitting at home right now, pissed, he probably can't even hold his own his little his little girl right now. He's so bad. I mean, come <laughs> on, people. Let's just be honest. Y'all know oh, Lincoln, Lincoln is a Lincoln is a closet serial killer when it comes to football. <laughs> that that look, I can see it that boy is hella reserved. You know he in there talking hella noise to them right now. Like y'all ain't did a damn thing all year, and y'all want to sit here and ask for more food? Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started to come out at the end of the, the Iowa State game when uh they missed that call. The refs missed that call on Rambo. Uh, that that the Spencer threw the pick on. He uh, he, he that was the most uh, I guess you know angry <laughs> I've seen Lincoln uh, on the sideline probably ever. <laughs> he let him have it for sure. He let those refs have it. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's he he definitely he he's got something for whoever if he gets gets a rematch with either Iowa State or K State. He's he's got something for him. Who else is playing? Uh, that's it for the Big Twelve. Um, nationally, nationally, there's not that many games that's being played. Yeah, not 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 a lot of not a lot of marquee matchups. That's for sure. Um, let's see, we got oh, um, that that Clemson Miami game. That's going to be a, a blowout. I, I mean, I I don't think the U is back. I think the U is invitational. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a that, that, yeah. They're just kind of like 
that's like a three and zero with an asterisk because all the teams they've been playing are trash. So. Louisville is trash. I mean, come on, man. The ACC is trash. Yeah. Florida State. <laughs> hey, good. hey, we haven't talked about my friend. We haven't talked about my friend yet. Who's that? My friend Bo Picks. We haven't talked about him. <laughs> what do you got yeah. there in Georgia? Yeah. To yeah. Georgia on that midnight <laughs> train to Georgia. They kicked his ass and made him go home because that boy is trash. Bo Picks. Is, I mean, look, this is all I got to say. Um, People talk about Spencer Rattler, but I mean, you got to think. Spencer Rattler was one and Bo, Bo Picks was uh, number two in the nation. How the hell that happened? Only God knows. Because I mean, <laughs> that boy. Is, I mean, he could. He. I, I, Seth. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Malzahn sees in that in that boy. But geez, between him and Sam Ellinger, if him and Sam Ellinger came out there on the field right now, you said Chris, and I was like, I was the offensive coordinator. And you said Chris, who you gonna go with? I would say, well, the trash can. I was like, at least he, uh, at least he looks somewhat cognizant of what's going on out here. These two obviously don't get it. I mean, these, yeah, they they can't the even do routes on air. They can't even do routes on air. I bet. I mean, I mean, she, if Bo if Bo Picks isn't throwing isn't throwing something to uh, if he's not doing a jet sweep to Schwartz, or if he's not throwing like a two yard out, or maybe like a uh, like a ten yard like a ten yard hitch route. I mean, my goodness. I mean, jeez. <laughs> like, seriously, like, could you imagine a, a team of five stars with uh, with him and Buki leading it? I mean, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Dang, shots fired right there. Oh, my gosh. Five stars. <laughs> 24-7 and, and, and rivals. Y'all need y'all ass whipped for that. I'm just going to be – I'm just going to be real. I kind of – Looking back, just in my head, I feel like that 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 class of quarterbacks, that 2019 recruiting class, was a uh, kind of kind of uh, not very deep in quarterbacks. Like it was, no, it was like Spencer it, Rattler and everybody else. Yeah, it was Spencer Rattler and everybody else. And I mean, that's just yeah. And I'm telling you, mark my words, Spencer is going. Spencer is going to win a Heisman at OU. And if you don't believe that, you're stupid. Um, <laughs> let's yeah, see, Texas A&M, Florida, Texas A&M will get smacked by 30. <laughs> yeah, um, that Virginia Tech North Carolina game is a sneaky good one. That that might that might uh might go into the fourth quarter with a, uh, anybody's I, game. I, I give North Carolina the, the hitch on that. LSU or Missouri, yeah. that's a that's an ass with it. Well, that's an interesting one too because uh, it was supposed to be played at LSU, but then with the uh, Hurricane Delta coming in, they switched it and now it's, it's in Missouri. So. That's a that's an interesting move. I mean, I don't think it'll change the outcome, but it's just like a wrinkle that just you know they nobody saw coming until just a day or two uh, ago. Well, I mean, you could switch you could switch the location. That's an ass whipping. That's a thorough ass whipping all the way. <laughs> um, let's you see. think Alabama at Ole Miss? You know they've had trouble with them in years past. You know, uh, Alabama. And <laughs> yeah, I I ain't putting my money on Ole Miss. <laughs> I got Arkansas beating Auburn on the road. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, the that's a huge that's a huge call right there. Yeah. Uh, like 
I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd love to see it. All right, man. Yeah. Look at look at this matchup right here. Battle down the feet is Louisiana and, and Coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who saw when they, they might as well just be in the Big 12 because they, they definitely won their Big 12 matchups earlier this year, so. Let's see. Let's see what we got in uh, uh, Tennessee, Georgia. I still, I still don't believe in Tennessee. I know they're undefeated, but they're going to get smacked by Georgia. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Last, last one right here. Uh, Florida State, Notre Dame. Ugh. I'd be shocked if Notre Dame doesn't win by forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? You say like, back, back. Uh, what you say? Well, I was just saying that I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they, they won by 49, Notre Dame. Touchdown, Jesus couldn't even save Florida State from that ass whooping they about to get. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You think, Mike, you think Mike Norvell survives the season, this uh, this non-existent season? <laughs> I mean, he survived COVID, so he should be fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Add that to his resume, like, when he goes to his next job, whenever that is, like, exactly. I survived exactly. Kept my job for six months. <laughs> could you could you imagine being like I, well, he just had a lot of stuff going on with the whole social injustice. Yeah. The players <laughs> and stuff. I mean, it's been rocky ever since he got there. I mean, he he's gotta be looking at himself like I should have stayed in Memphis. Yeah, um, yeah, he really should have. <laughs> I couldn't imagine trying to be like his PR person or somebody because that person's like, bro, you're a dummy. Like, you gotta stop. Um <laughs> I'd also say, I mean, just imagine being like the PR person or like, like, could you imagine being uh, Les Miles' agent? I mean, seriously. <laughs> How do you go to another school and say, yeah, um, you know, uh, Mr. Miles is excited about coming to your program. And, and you go somewhere like, uh, hell, you can even go to Arkansas and get a job. They'd be like, bro, you lost to Coastal Carolina and Kansas. And I'd be like, look, my client... <laughs> They'd be like, how did he end up in Kansas? I I don't know. They called. Oh. They wanted a job. I said, okay. So, I don't. I mean, Kansas is a basketball school. Like, well, I mean, I, that was just a whole, that was a weird marriage right there. You know, I mean, it was one thing for him to be at Stillwater, but to go to Lawrence, that was just weird. I was like, come on, Les, you could have did better than that. Yeah, he could have went, went to FCS school and actually went and won championships. And, and um, he could have he would. To be honest with you, he's um he's a better coach than Bo Pelini, but I guess he yeah. just thinks that he's better than that. And I'm like, man, you could have went to somewhere like Youngstown State and won a bunch of FCS championships and been right back in somewhere like um like hell USC or something like that, or South Carolina yeah. within a matter of a couple of years. Just be honest. Yeah, or even just like, uh, just like one of these mid majors, these group of five teams that are like, you know, like a I don't know who was opening at the time when he got in, but you know, make some make a new uh, Houston or UCF, Boise State kind of kind of team out there, and then you know just build your yourself up there. And I mean, yeah, he's he's close to the end of his career anyway. He's up there, but. Well, listen, listen. I mean, said this is the perfect time for me to plug it. I mean, hey, Les, if you ever listen to this, I'm a, I'm an attorney. I could definitely help you. Les got it. You got it, Les. You go ahead, Les. You go ahead, Les. You go ahead and do what you got to do. Um, I mean, it. I just, it's just baffling, you know. I mean, let's be real. Look at, look at. I mean, 
he went out like like Mac. It, it just it's killing me. If you had told me two years ago that hey, Mac Brown would be have would would have a better uh would be on a better streak right now as far as coaching than Les Miles, I'd have told you that you were a hot <laughs> damn lot. Yeah, it would have seemed pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it still is. It still is. It still is. And they both went to basketball schools, but I mean, oh, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's baffling. One went to, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird time. Yeah, yeah, you can say that probably every day this year. <laughs> so, uh, man, you know, that's uh, the Horns Down podcast right there, Texas. You already know what you're about to about to get. So, uh, yeah. Seth, you got anything else you want to um, add to this podcast? Uh, beat Texas. That's it, period. All right, got man. You. Horns Down podcast with your boy Chris Griffin and that boy Seth Oliveris. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Chris with a K. Uh, Chris with a underscore K is K-C-H-R-I-S with a underscore K. Seth, you want to tag yourself? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter also at Seth Oliveris. It's Seth, O-L-I-V-E-R-A-S. All right, then. All right, Seth, we out. Horns Down Podcast.